remember what the name of my podcast is? Passing through a vegan. Passing through a vegan door podcast. Passing through a vegan door podcast. Stop all animal agriculture. The best thing to do is just getting someone to cut down a little bit. What the fuck are we doing to this planet? <laughs> Does anyone have any final thoughts that me? I think that's inspiring for people to be part of it. Do you want to start with an icebreaker then? Are we allowed to have tea and coffee? Why would you have... We've been sat down. We've been sat here for ages and you've, you look how much food you've got in front of you. <laughs> yeah, is it going to be like a second course? Like I'm just like, what? Look, look how much you've got. Okay. Um... We'll go. We'll go around the room, and <laughs> you can either you can either give me your favorite film or your favorite month of the year. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, this is not going in the podcast. Okay. Wait, what? I was the question. It's either your favourite film or your favourite That's just what you've got to answer. Is that... I'll uh, answer. Okay, Madison's going to go first. Right. Do I just hold it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go with my favourite month. It is September. And it's because it's perfect weather. At least in New York. I don't know about anywhere else. But it's like, you've got that nice mix of like, it's still really warm, but it's not hot. Like, you're not sweating. And you're starting to get that cool breeze that's like really like, it's not a humid breeze. It's like a nice, like, crisp breeze. And then also... (laughs) (laughs) You are so good. (laughs) But then also, the leaves are going to start to change real soon. It's just such a nice, it's such a nice season. Next. I'm going to choose <laughs> my favourite month. Your birthday month? No, actually. Oh, well, I've got answer. March is such a versatile month. Like, sometimes versatile. it's... <laughs> On the year I was born, it was like 30 degrees and my mum was sweating. But... <laughs> what do like... you remember? <laughs> no, I've been told. Um, but then other times it's like raining all the time. Um, anyway, my favourite month is December because of Christmas. I just love Christmas and snow. We had this conversation last week and you said it was like July or something. Um, You're allowed to change your mind. Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to answer. because Month or film? <sighs> Month or film. Um, you see, okay... I don't know if I have a favorite film. I have multiple favorite films. I can say that oh, that film is great, or that film. Well, Brad, is... said, Brad said this is my favorite film, but he really likes The Martian. The... Really? What? Yeah, I don't know. He just really likes The Martian. What idea? You know, with Matt. <laughs> Matt Damon. Damon. Yeah. On Mars. <clears throat> he goes to Mars. Okay. And he's, never saw he's that. He's a little stuck, and he has to like have plants there. Right, that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trailer, that. He's like a little stuck. <laughs> Can this podcast just be you taking the piss out of Marina? That's not me! Mar- okay. Not <laughs> <laughs> We're all really good No, this here. is really bad because there's two M names and now I've already mixed them up, so I'm going to do it all evening. Okay. That's fine, I'll remind you who I am. What is I a film that you... What's a film that you could watch over and over and over and over again and never get bored? 
I feel like that's what a Twilight. favorite film is. Goonies. I should have said. I oh my god, you should. Yeah. I need to. But uh, I don't know. We watched How to Train Your Dragon yesterday, and that was one of the films that I can watch like multiple times. Okay. I already watched it like a million times, and I cannot. Okay. Um, Rogue One. Oh. Yes. Um, okay, what else? I don't know. Also, Treasure Planet. Have you oh, ever yeah, watched yeah, it? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. because every time that I talk to people, they never watch Treasure Planet. It's like a film that. <laughs> You're gonna break the table. In yes. <laughs> no, no. Treasure Planet is one of those ones that people don't know about. Yeah, thank you. But then it is actually a really good film. Yes, mm. uh, but I don't. I don't know. What else I can say? That's fine. You've already given like all the films. Thanks. Okay. Um, my first question is to the group. Um, Sophie just said ten minutes ago that she thought that I didn't like her when I first met her because. <laughs> well, no. I'll just why. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, um, in the beginning, you were very... You just didn't talk. You just didn't talk to me at all. And then we had... Was it the day I got stuck in Vinsome and you brought me back? Or was that... No, I think it was around that time. Anyway, we were in the on the sofas and for some reason, the topic of vegetarianism and veganism came up. Mm. And then... Basically, Harry brainwashed me, and now we're best friends. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say that. I'm no, I'm joking. Um, no, we just had a really in-depth conversation about veganism, and then because I I was a meat eater at the time, and then I was like, "What am I doing?" And then yeah, that was pretty much it. Like, you just convinced me. Well, not convinced me. You just opened my eyes a little bit. Because I feel like it's so easy to just fall into the trap of doing what everyone else is doing. Okay, okay. Well, we'll go into that in a minute, but I just want to ask the other two. Because I am I try my best on a daily basis to not be a pushy, grumpy vegan. That's my goal in life. So what was everyone else's... Well, I met you a while ago, so what was your... Did you get that impression of me? Hmm... You know when something's like so long ago that like you really have to dig back in the memory bank, mm. and especially because I live with you now, <laughs> that I'm like I don't know when did I meet you. Yeah, it's Island very confusing. Ireland was like seven years ago in my brain, but no, the first time I met you, you slapped me in the face with a tortilla wrap. Yes, I did. Yeah, but it was for fun, and it was for a friend's birthday. <laughs> I, but you didn't talk about being a vegan at all that night you just kept apologizing profusely to me because you felt really bad that your first impression to me was you smacking me pretty hard actually in the face with a tortilla wrap have you seen that video no. there's a video of that we've been through this i'm sure you know how forgetful i am is there really there is a video. Oh. all right well we should probably watch that i don't remember it i won the whole thing by the way did you really yeah i beat ben it was me and ben who made who bleed 
Someone was slapping. Oh, was it? Was it? No, I, I made Ben's ear bleed. No, no, no. Well, did you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about someone's face. Victor started bleeding, but who was he slapping? Because the other person oh, was bleeding as well. Matthew. Matthew came <laughs> in. It was also this other guy, Matthew from America, his first day as well. And he just came in and went hard and kept going at Victor. And it was so Victor's birthday as well. Was there was blood birthday. on these tortillas. This is weird. I can't take you seriously when you call it a tortilla. <laughs> If my accent is going to be a problem, I'm going to remove myself. <laughs> and I said tortilla before. I, I, it hurt to okay. do it, but I did it. <laughs> She's taking the account. I don't know. You seem very nice. Okay. That's good. There we go. Do you, do you have anything to add, Marina? No. About when you met me? Like, No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you were you you was quiet, a little bit. Oh my god! A li- what what was that? A little bit quiet, yes. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe he hates us. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Dang it! But uh, not not really. Like it was only on the back of my mind. But okay, maybe we are. We are campus, okay? It's like these times that new people came and they are more quiet because they don't know what is happening here. And it's like the madhouse here, so it's kind of weird sometimes for new people. And I was like, okay, maybe he is feeling like this. Well, no, I mean, this this is a lot different to Ireland. Like in Ireland, it was small houses, so you were kind of integrated slowly and you got to know people and you got to know people on shift slowly. Here, you you chucked in into a big weird plastic container with <laughs> ten very people. Yeah, yeah, and everyone already knows each other. Mm. But also, I feel like I am like that anyway. Like I, 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 it's not good, but I feel like I don't like you first until I like you, rather than like you until I don't like you. Wait, so what was your first impressions of all of us? I hate you all. Wow. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Maybe that's just a British thing because I'm miserable. But <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, people say the same thing about me when they meet me. They're like, oh, I thought you hate... You said it. I thought you didn't like me. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> so many people here, we don't know. I yeah. was the only one that I didn't say that. Oh, I'll oh, the only one. <laughs> so everyone else did. <laughs> yeah, everyone says that, that in the beginning I'm not very talkative. Yeah, but I didn't thought that oh, okay. you will not like us or something. I was like, okay, this is how she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so going back to um, no. To be fair, one of the first conversations that we had it was because um, if someone new comes, I ask if they're vegan or vegetarian because then I will know whether I like you or not, <laughs> and you know how much I need to, you know, <laughs> talk you around. Um, and you said. We was talking about milk, and you you were like, uh, you know, oh, cows don't die. Yeah. Through the milk, and I said, well, what about the 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 males? And you said, um, <laughs> do what? Do you want to say it? No. Come on, you got to say it. I said I hate men. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate men. So that means that 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 kind of. Includes all species of men, including the poor no, dairy. No, it doesn't. You know. I take it back. 
Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm sorry if you know I didn't take to you straight away when the first conversation you said, <laughs> I hate men, and I I'm I'm glad I drink milk <laughs> because forget them cows. You know, <laughs> they're just gonna cheat on the girl cows anyway when they grow up. So you know, what's the point? I'll just, we'll, let's get them killed, get it over and done with, and we'll we'll take the milk from the mum. So um, yeah, sorry I wasn't you know doing cartwheels when I when I first met you. But then what? What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. Carry on. Okay. Um, did we have that conversation? Be, uh, before I pick, I rescued you from Winsome or after? I think it was after. I okay. don't know. I feel like it, it, it was, was my after. second week that I got stuck in Winsome. Mm. It was your first day off that you went to Winsome. Yeah. So I feel like this conversation occurred after that. Yeah, afterwards, I think. Yeah, so we were sat on the couch and we, we talked until like 1am 1, 1 and, you know, you were very open open and welcoming to my knowledge of the world um why what what was it that made you because when you got here you ate meat in your first shop you ordered meat and then since that conversation have you ordered meat in your shop no, I haven't. <laughs> I think, well, because you, I, the main thing was you made a point about what's the point in coming here and helping one animal just to go home and eat another. Like, the point that two, just because they're two different animals doesn't mean their lives are worth any less. You know, a seal's life isn't worth more than a cow's life just because a seal is a wild animal and a cow is domesticated. Like, mm. and... Yeah, from when when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, it's not fair that the cow has to live a life in a little barn just to be killed for me when it's not necessary. I can change that. Mm. Or I can at least not buy into it. How do you feel since stop, you've stopped eating meat? How long actually, when was the last time you ate meat? Like 16th of Feb. So, so a month today? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually I do feel better. Um and I also switched my milk. Mm. So, so I don't drink cow's milk anymore. I drink like oat milk and soya milk. When was the last time you drank cow's milk? Same. 16. Six. Oh, actually I think I've ordered coffee by accident like mm. a couple of times, but I'm not trying to stick myself to like a routine too quick. Yeah. Um so yeah, I feel better, and like, even if it's I, I don't know if it is physically, but mentally it makes you feel better to know that you're not, like, eating a dead animal, yeah. and also the idea of it isn't appealing anymore. Like, I don't know, it just becomes part of your culture, like every you know what you eat every day just becomes part of what you do, and then once you stop, you realise well you didn't have to do that the whole time. Mm. I don't know how to explain that. No, no, it's fine. The, I would just like to say I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I am because the, I mean that is that is sick, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But I, I, I knew you stopped eating meat, but I didn't know about the 
milk. I know you were trying different things, but I didn't know whether you like found one that you liked or. But that is a commitment because you you won't be able to process cow's milk now. Mm. Now you've had a month off, so that's like. That's, it grosses me out now. Yeah, like, because you, it's weird, isn't it? Because you, you, you have some time away from it, and then you go back and you think that looks disgusting. That has come from a cow's disgusting. breast. Yeah. That's what it is. It's cow's cow breast milk. Yeah. It, what grossed me out the most is when you when you said about oh, um, you know, it's made to make cows really fat. I was thinking, mm, why am I drinking that? Like, uh, not from I suppose from a health point. Like, I don't want to be putting something into my body that's going to make me fat. Do you know mm. what I mean? We 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 saw that in Cows- when we watched Cowspiracy as well. Yeah. Yeah. That really grossed me out actually. Mm. And now like when I have had to use it when I've run out of milk or if I've um ordered it in coffee it, it just tastes disgusting. Like mm. I don't know why I was drinking that for so long. It's really gross. <laughs> yeah. It's like I said you can you can go if you stop drinking cow's milk and then a few weeks later you have it, your your body rejects it. But if you go 20 years without drinking oat milk and then you drink it, you're fine because it's plants and we can we can digest it. But second cowspiracy and that doctor was saying it's me, it's only purpose is to make a really small cow into a really, really big cow as quick as possible. So that's why it's the protein levels are so incredibly high and it's so fatty and that's why people drink a lot of it you know it can develop lumps in women's breasts and can create uh, cancerous um, cells more quickly because it's like a unnatural thing being put into our body like we're the only species in the whole world that eats that drinks milk from another animal and we're the only species in the world that drinks milk after we're weaned we're weaned off our mother's milk like it's weird isn't it yeah mm. and the only reason the milk is such a big part of our world is because in the in world war 2 the um, we needed more calcium to get to the soldiers so they started farming cows at an incredible rate and then after the war we realized we bred so many cows that we started a campaign to start to still sell cow's milk so we can get use out of all the cows we bred and then that's where all that you know 1950s adverts came out saying cow's milk makes your bones strong um but there's not a single report in the whole world that shows that cow's milk makes your bones strong there's like decades of um like ongoing experiments to like compare bone structure with people who drink cow's milk and people who drink pump milk and there's no difference whatsoever you've been eating less meat as well marina have you have you found it for what eating less meat because you it's easier here in the Netherlands than it is in Greece, so so that's obviously helped. But how have you how have you found it? Found what? <laughs> eating less meat. Oh yeah, I'm not eating meat anymore. Yeah, what's how, how has it been? Has it been easy? Has oh no, been... great. Here, great. 
I mean, it's, it's easier here, and I wasn't really eating it. I wasn't really e eating meat, anyways. So, uh, yeah. But you, you, you're like the. You make better vegan meals than me. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like you, you make so much so simple, and I'm just like, this is the sickest thing. That broccoli you made the other day was the sickest broccoli I've ever had in my entire life, and I've probably had about a thousand million broccolis in my life. <laughs> Honestly, did you have some of that broccoli? Were you here? I don't know. Oh, were you in Amsterdam? Were you in Amsterdam? I don't know. I don't think. I think the only ones that had this broccoli was me, you, and Viher. Can you make it again? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it was like... I okay. have a lot of broccoli now yes. for the shop. <laughs> People keep ordering broccoli for some fucking reason, so yeah, maybe I can use the broccoli I'll for I that. have broccoli. I'm one of those people. I have broccoli. I'll donate to you. Um... Madison, yeah. you said that you don't have an opinion. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's wrong. I have an opinion. I just. I think. I think longer. you. Maybe are you? I think you just hate conflict so much that you would rather <laughs> just be neutral on everything. But you are a human, and you have an opinion. Yeah. So. I know you're kind of like mostly veggie, but you'll. I don't even know if that's true anymore. When was the last time you ate meat then? I don't know. Like, I've been trying to think about that, and I have. I actually have no idea when the last time I I had chicken was. Mm. And it used to, I feel like, be like a craving I'd get. Sorry, TMI, but like you know, like the once a month, like. Mm. During your period, your body needs something. And I was like, oh, it must be chicken. Mm. But I actually don't know when the last time I had chicken was because I didn't eat it in Ireland. Mm. And I didn't have it over the summer. So I actually don't know when the last time I had chicken was. It's funny because when I asked you, like, are you veggie? Mm -hmm. um, you were like, yeah, I'm veggie, but I have the occasional chicken of it. Yeah. And I've then, but I, I but like I don't you've, remember. You've just been saying that for yeah. so long, it's just like. I think I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. <laughs> like that's just the honest truth on that one. I don't have a date that I can go back to. Would you feel weird eating it now, or would you just be like, yeah, whatever? I think it kind of grosses me out. Mm. Like just the idea of eating an animal, like. Honestly, that's like a really good point that you brought up to Sophie when you had your conversation. Like, we literally are in a line of work where we rescue animals. Like, why does one species have a higher value than another? And the thought of just like eating a chicken. Like, because I feel like a lot of people too, when I talk to people who eat meat, like, they feel better eating poultry versus red meat. Mm. I don't know why that is, but. I just feel like I've gotten to a point where I don't see a difference anymore. Like, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. Like, a cow and a chicken, a turkey, doesn't really matter. And, like, the thought of, like, eating one of those, like, really grosses me out. I don't mm. know. Cool. Well, the, the thing with the red meat and the um, poultry is, I, I think a lot of it comes from a health point of view. I don't know what the American government is like, but in the UK... Um, red meat was really um, kind of 
it, it was brought to light the health implications over the last kind of decade or so, and it was it's been labelled as a as a carcinogen. So in, in the same way that smoking is, um, and it's it, so people start to think, oh, you know, I'll, I'll cut down on red meat, but people still like to eat meat, so you know, oh, we can still have chicken and it's not as bad because it's white white meat rather than red meat, mm-hmm. and also like. The intelligence of a chicken is obviously not as as intelligent as a cow, and people can associate more with kind of mammals rather than birds. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. You can see kind of um, more characteristics and more kind of empathetic responses that you can like associate with a dog or a cat in a cow and a pig and a sheep rather than a chicken. Because chickens are stupid, doesn't mean that they deserve to die, but they are stupid. You know, I know a lot of stupid people who deserve to die. Deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, like, but the rescuing thing—it's like when when a vet is eats meat. You know, what you've dedicated your life to saving. I was talking to Matilda about this. You're dedicating your whole life to learning how you know, animals work and wanting to prevent them from suffering, yet you'd go home and, you know, have fish and chips. The like, eats meat? No, she's vegetarian. Oh. Um, Does Sarah eat meat? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, though. Um, but I'll tell you what Brad said to see what you think of this, because I made the same point of, you know, you he he's dedicated his life to study marine biology he wants to go on to do a master's he wants to do a phd you know because he said the you know the the only way change is made is in in conservation you have to have the highest level of education so that's what he wants to do um you know which is fair enough that's what he wants to do so but the thing about him you know he'll rescue seals but he will still eat meat one thing he said was about seals being endangered and he values endangered animals more than uh, domesticated animals. Qualif- like, I don't think they're on the endangered species list. They're actually not that nope. um, The populations are stable. Yeah, mm. seals are actually a stable population. Mm. Okay, so the... <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I understand what he's trying so, to say. Yeah, so the other thing he said is more about perspective. Um in terms of how he's grown up because he was talking about how because everything that happens today is because of previous generations that this is why we drink cow's milk this is why because previous generations have bred certain things and and chosen certain animals to be used in certain ways that's why we protect seals and we protect whales but we will kill cows and we'll kill pigs even though pigs are like the fifth smartest animal in the whole world um so but so he gave an example of if he was raised where cows are considered more important to humans than seals then he would be working at a cow rehabilitation and he would eat seals mm-hmm. so that's the kind of idea of of you know you are what you grow up in and we 
are unable to have our own perspective and opinion on things. I don't know if that's true. In a a sense, if you're not able to be self-aware and take yourself out of a situation and see, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, maybe it's... We don't need to use these animals in a certain way and, and, you know, maybe we can treat them differently rather than this is what these are used for and um, I'm going to go along with it. Is is what I took from that, if anyone would like to... It's true. Doesn't mean that it's correct. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's stupid to say, <laughs> oh, I was raised this way, so this is how I'm going to do it. Like, this is the whole point. That This is why I guess veganism has so much friction, is because it's people going, hang on a minute, I don't think the people back then were doing the right thing. Mm. Like, for some reason, there's this whole issue with self-reflection and um, changing the way things are, even if it's for the better. Mm. I mean, like, the Willow Project has just gone through, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. it has it been approved or is yeah, it, like, some... Yeah, approved. it's been approved. And, like, how can we make that decision today knowing that everything we've done in the past is, you know, what we've done to the world is... It's, I just think it's crazy. Like, how can you approve something like that today when there's proof that it's bad? Like, I, I think that whole perspective thing's stupid. Like, you just need to... Everyone needs to be self-aware. Which I guess is kind of scary, but it is what it is. Yeah. What do you think? I can see... Mrs. I don't have an opinion. He's like, um, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) The wheels are turning. No, you were spot on with the I have an opinion. I don't like conflict. (laughs) So like I sit here like all silent. I'm sorry, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) No, this isn't against Brad. This is, you know. Yeah. It's like, wait, give me that a sec before you talk. (laughs) So, um, uh, Benjamin, who will probably be listening to this, he said, um, when I did one with him, he said, oh, I don't want people to, you know, you know, go against my opinion and, and disagree with me. And, uh, and I said, well, the thing is, his opinion is the majority, unfortunately. I am the minority, otherwise everyone would be vegan. So it's, even though people will listen to it and think, oh, yeah, we shouldn't hurt animals, but then would continue with the day-to-day activity. But that's more down to maybe ignorance or maybe they just don't want to think about it but the the idea of abusing animals is the norm so you know it's not against it's not against Brad it's it's the a common opinion mm-hmm. which isn't good but that's just what it is right <laughs> i don't know i just I, like, don't know how to word it, but, like, I feel like what you're talking about, too, like, there's been so many, like, um, like, psychology, like, not, like, tests, or but, like, perhaps to see, like, is it um, nurture versus nature? Like, that whole debate. And I feel like it's comes down to it's 50-50. Like, yeah, you are influenced by what you've been told. Like, you're, the whole time you're growing up, you're, influenced by what your parents what your grandparents what the society and community around you has been telling you that's just all you know 
it, but it does come to a point like as an individual like you can't hide behind being naive anymore and live in a bubble that feels safe and feels you know like you're not gonna have conflict even though that sounds really hypocritical because I don't like conflict <laughs> but but at some point you have to open your eyes because like you choosing especially in the world we live in now where like information is so readily available and opinions from other people are so readily available to choose not to open your eyes and listen and to educate yourself at this point once you get to a certain age I feel like that's just stupid stupid <laughs> not stupid but like it's whether you're afraid of opening your eyes like because maybe you're like Ben was afraid of people not liking his opinion mm. or Brad like grew up like where like he said if the roles were reversed he would save cows and not seals like you just at some point need to do better for yourself and like be uncomfortable and know that being uncomfortable is okay and also like Sophie said like the whole like having self-reflection is not a weakness or something that you need to run from and yeah it's uncomfortable because yeah you've probably wronged in certain areas but that's where growth happens so I don't think you can hide behind like any of like cultures why I did this like yeah I understand it's a valid base for it but I don't think you can like hide behind it anymore mm. like I don't think that's a valid reason I don't know I don't know <laughs> you don't need to say I don't know at the end after you just in case oh that didn't make sense but that was I don't know you are you are good at this even though you avoid just in case someone go actually no <laughs> <laughs> That was you presented yourself very well, and that was very good. Well done, oh, Lassie. Thank you, thank you, Coach. Um, I know what you mean. The with the um, the overwhelming side of it, because when we had that, when me and Harry had the conversation about veganism, the first one, the one <laughs> first of many, uh, I was a little bit overwhelmed. But I thought, what I can do is be vegetarian and see how it goes. Like I wasn't gonna make a huge change and force myself um but that change went really smoothly and then like we watched cowspiracy and i felt very overwhelmed and i'm pretty pretty sure the whole time i was just saying how much i was like oh i should just kill myself that's the only oh <laughs> that's the, God, no. the only solution <laughs> because it. it is overwhelming when you see all the stats and everything and then there's that horrible scene where the guy kills a duck and then I was like yeah it was not fun so yeah that it is very overwhelming to begin with but I think it's important to be overwhelmed because it forces you to change what you're doing eventually damn that was that was cool that's like a should be like a a bumper sticker that (laughs) Oh, Sophie, you're a bumper sticker. You're a bumper sticker. I don't know how to take that. I think it's a compliment. I think it's a compliment as well. No, I feel when... It's funny because I've seen myself in you a lot in this, in, where, as you're not in a sexual way. Sitting <laughs> 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 so three most dirty-minded people in this house. <laughs> why, why, why? What's wrong with you guys? Sorry, I don't know. Can you feel it now, Mr. Crab? It's <laughs> <laughs> like getting edited out. Um, let me rephrase. <laughs> I saw 
No, that's right. You're just taking it dirty. That is right. That's what people say, isn't it? I didn't say it wrong. No, because as as you learn all this information, it can be overwhelming, and it's really easy to just be like, "Oh God." The only way to solve it is just kill yourself. But but it's kind of a lot of people. My sister-in-law is her opinion is you know. I don't want to know. It doesn't affect me. You know, I'm in my house. You know, <laughs> go away. <laughs> you know, but that's not going to solve anything. You know, that's the worst thing you can do. Um, but I, I'd like to think that I helped you a little bit, and because you, you've gone from you, you did. you've gone from oh I, I eat meat, I don't care, and then suddenly you found this out, and you're like. Um, okay, I'll go vegetarian, but then what about all the cows with the milk? I'll have to, I'll have to stop drinking milk. Okay, I'm gonna start stop drinking milk. And oh my god, but what about all the eggs? Oh my god, the chickens! Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go. And then you just spiral, and then that's how it happens. But that's why I have a plan now. Yeah, but no, it's it's okay. You, look how far you've come. You've not eaten yeah. meat in a month. And like, I've say this a lot of times. I, I'm not stood on my, you know, pedestal of you know, I am vegan and I have been vegan for 20 years. It took me a long time to do it. I did it over a few years, and because I wanted to do it right, and it was it was it's difficult, and blah 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 blah. But you still want to do it. It's always good to keep moving forward, and you know, improving yourself, and doing make good decisions and stuff like that. Um, but it's difficult to. And about the thing with the duck, I was talking to Annie about it, and. About if you can't what if you can't watch something like that, then you shouldn't be participating. Exactly, yeah. Annie told me a story about how she was on a a bus with a little girl, and she j- Annie had just come back from like a vegan activist march. You know those people who stand in the city centre with a thing that's with a video yeah. of animals being killed. So the girl was like, where, "Where have you been?" And she was telling about it, and she um broke the news to her where meat comes from because she was asking about it and she was really upset and her parents complained to her for breaking this news Mm. um and like we shouldn't live like that like it 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 shouldn't be like santa or the tooth fairy where what santa's not real you know you're breaking the news to these kids it shouldn't be like that you know if you're going to put something on the plate and you can't deceive them and where it's come from. If if all kids were taught, oh, we're going to go to the farm today to see the cows and take pictures of the cows and oh, they're so cute. But here's this completely separate thing of a burger. There's nothing to do with that. You know, that's wrong. And it's people avoid it because people think, you know, if my four-year-old child is vegetarian that's a big inconvenience for me because i like to eat meat it's easier to make the same things for me and my kid it'd be an inconvenience to start making separate things i don't want to go vegetarian and stuff like that but again it's like you said you can't hide behind certain truths of of things another thing the my goal in life is i would like everyone in the world to be vegan I think that would be good. But I know that's a difficult thing to do. So the thing that I like talking to people is finding out what makes them think. So with you, it's like you said about the rescue and seals. For me, it was, I remember sitting in a lecture and we had a whole lecture about um, 
was based about conservation biology and why the world is ending. And we had an hour 40 lecture of all the reasons why the world is ending and the majority is because we're destroying land to house these unnatural animals so that we can eat them. And if we keep going, the world is going to end. So I was watching this and I was thinking, oh, okay, seems pretty easy. Let's just stop doing that. And then, yeah, it was the end of the lecture and one of the students was asking the lecturer, oh, what are you doing tonight? They said, oh, we're just going to have a barbecue and have some steaks and things. I'm like, so you've dedicated your life to to present this information to the next generation and you, you're ignoring it. And for me, that was something that clicked for me. So the more you find out about what makes people stop and think, then the more you can talk to people and 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 see the change that is, is good for the world. you one last question see what people think why do you think veganism has a bad name or do you think veganism has a bad name yeah it has it has it kind of has yeah but I think it's like more <laughs> yeah it's like the label it's something bad because it's something that people is not really used to it so, I don't know, this is how I feel mm. about veganism. I, th- I know, because I think that when people hear veganism and vegan people, they're like, oh my God, like, they are thinking about something completely different Yeah. of what actually is. And uh, I, I think this is because they don't know what is it exactly? Yeah, because they'll just people will hear veganism and think, oh, it's them people spilling milk in Tesco trying to you know stop them, rather than it just means that yeah. we don't want to consume things that hurt animals. Um, in fact, does anyone want to add to that? I mean, it definitely doesn't in the states have a good no rap, yeah. I mean, people, like, you walk into a restaurant and, like, you ask for vegan options and people get, like, the get wait out. staff get very, like, <laughs> they, they immediately assume you're uptight, you're a problem, yeah. or that you're some form of entitled, which I'm really not sure how all those labels went to people who are vegan, mm. but I think, at least in the States, it has such a bad rep um, because it's it's just, like, everything that breaks a mold, like, people humans as a species like things to fit in boxes and we like to categorize it and Mm. for it to make sense and we don't like change and so it's just one of those things right now where we're going through a movement of people who have decided that they don't want to eat meat or like have anything to do with animal products which is absolutely fine but because it's breaking that mold and everything people are immediately like on edge and defensive and they i think also people don't want to be told that what they're doing is incorrect 100% 100% that is a really big problem people don't like to be criticised and, and people don't want a mirror held up to them if they're making mistakes and it's not always you know a conscious mistake it can just be like you said growing up but in fact the last question I promise is I saw a video the other day 
of Piers Morgan say that he was just arguing with a vegan and he said why can't you let me eat meat and I'll let you eat your vegan rubbish and we can all live happily ever after I don't agree with that obviously but what do you think of that Can I go back to the first question? Of course quickly? you can. I think a huge reason for why people are not enjoying or participating in the veganism movement is because their livelihoods depend on the meat industry and the dairy industry. Like I come from a little town um, a little way away from Shrewsbury and we have like a big muller factory, which is obviously dairy. Um, I work in a butcher's, which I understand is very um ironic but i've been working there for years and this is new for me the vegetarian thing but i just think it scares people when people are like oh i don't eat meat i don't i'm vegan now because if the demand goes down that means there's less jobs there's less work for those people and yeah it's the right thing but then what are those people going to do you know for the people that grow up on farms and that's the only thing they know it's the only thing they've ever done it's really scary and I guess that's probably why it causes friction. Like, mm. I know when I go home, there is going to be a lot of debating and I need to brush up <laughs> on all of my research and be prepared because people, like, where I'm from, they're just, they're not open to it and they don't see, they don't see it as animal abuse because mm. it's hidden, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I live right behind, uh, right in front of um, a battery chicken farm. Mm. It's a white warehouse in the middle of a field and there's thousands of chickens in there and I've never seen a single chicken. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's they probably have workers in and out of there day in, day out and I suppose it is scary for them when there will be no work. Mm. Yeah. Can I say I don't agree with that. I don't think they're scared of this. No. I think that they are just ignorant and I think the reason that they are uh, not liking the fact that you are vegetarian now uh, is because it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think they really think about the job situation. Uh, I think, I, I believe that they think that this in their head is just stupid that you don't eat meat it's just stupid yeah. okay. <laughs> so I don't know I feel like because I grew up with like dairy farms as well like around like my house and like I mean we have farms where like there's cows and chickens and the dairy and that's just like what's around my house and I feel like it's a little bit half and half though like there is a gray area in that like like I do know like some of those farmers personally who believe full-heartedly that they are doing everything in their power to make those animals lives great up until what needs to be done needs to be done for them to get income but then also i think we also live in a market in a society where we don't know how to transition the workforce that's in the meat dairy like all those industries and flip it into something else like so i think that transitional period that we're kind of in or that needs to happen for work I think is also really scary for people. So like, I don't know. I think yeah. 
you, like you know what I mean? Like you're saying it. <laughs> if I was a proper vegetarian, I would stop working in a butchery. Like I know, I know it, but I don't have any other options. I've worked at that place for like nearly five years. I love the people there. I love my job. It's just unfortunate that it has to be selling meat and animal products, and there's nothing I can do about it because I'm not in a privileged enough position to change my career or you know my part-time job. It's just not possible. And the other op- the other part-time job possible for me is working in a dairy factory. So it's just one or the other for me. <laughs> you I mean, tell me to quit my job. <laughs> no, you, you and like society, like culture. Like I think there is still like I'm doing that's what valid. I can. No, you I, can, but also if you're not privileged enough to be able to make that move out, it's you put yourself in a very hard position. Yeah, no, I, I think a, a misconception about what vegans want, and probably what Piers Morgan thinks vegans want, is that. You know, we want all the farms to shut down. We want people out of work. We don't, we don't, like, why would we want that? That's a terrible thing, you know. We, we, the, the, what needs to happen is the governments need to help farmers make this transition to, you know, you know, vegan-friendly farming. There's there's a lot going on. And there are governments around the world that are helping farmers use the land, um, you know, without abusing animals and and to help them um you know increase biodiversity on the land that's being wasted that can't be used and things like that um you know it's it's down to the it's it's down to the government but also animal agriculture business isn't econo- economically viable you know the the government governments around the world subsidize the majority of the income because there's no money in it you know farmers work really long hours for terrible pay and you know the majority of the money comes from the government because they have assets in the animal agriculture business and they don't want it to go under because that'd be a lot of people out of jobs so they need to work on helping them transition because the world is going towards a vegan lifestyle the, the if you just look at the over the past decade the amount of vegan products that have come in the more vegan products there are the less people are eating meat that's just how it's going to work so the demand is going to go down, so we need to help farmers make that transition. Um, you know, and, and if if the government didn't subsidise, it's like what we was watching the other day. If they didn't put that money into it, and the consumer would be, if the consumer was solely responsible for the cost of raising and killing a cow, then a Big Mac would cost twelve euros instead of four euros because and and who is someone is is bearing that cost and it's the taxpayer it's the tax it's us so even if i go my whole life without buying a big mac again i'm still paying for other people to eat big macs mm. so it, it's it's not going back to that you know why don't you just let me eat meat and you know i'll let you not eat meat it doesn't work like that because i i'm still suffering because i'm paying for you to eat meat it's not economically viable but also just coming from an animal cruelty point of view you know if my neighbor if i see my neighbor every day punching his dog i'm not gonna go oh i'll let him punch his dog and i'll let me not punch my dog you know it doesn't work like that 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds so stupid. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's true, isn't it? Know, yeah, it's well. true. Like, um, excuse me, could you just not punch your dog? Oh, let me punch my dog. You know, that's what's happening every single day. You know, let me eat this meat that I've paid for someone to kill on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Like, the world is crazy, and the more we talk about it, the better. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone. Does anyone have any final thoughts? You have a final thought? Yeah, I have a question for you. Okay. So, uh the reason that some people don't really go vegetarian or vegan is because they think that the world is absolutely doomed mm. already. Uh, even if the majority of people go vegan, do you think that we have time? For what? For this world to be saved. Because for me, the way that I'm seeing. It's really depressing, but I feel like the transition for this stuff needs time and we don't have the time. You know what I mean? Is there enough time to save it? Um, so when you look at all these like um, climate kind of um, um, events that go on every year where all the leaders you know gather and say you know we need to we need to sort the planet out because you know the current goal if you look at like things like the paris agreement that was made to make sure the world doesn't go above 1.5 degrees celsius because the science says that if we go above 1.5 then the world is 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 going to die because we're going to get you know the weather is going to get ridiculous you know There's going to be there's going to be things like climate wars because the majority of the countries around the equator are going to be not livable. So people are going to migrate towards uh, the north and the south, and there's going to be too many people in in two short small places. And you know we're not going to be able to make food in in the majority of the world. Um, and the the a lot of the things that we're doing or or talking about doing to combat that that is things like energy and you know not burning fossil fuels and things like that if if we stopped all of that today we did not mine a single fossil fuel every car in the world stopped and turned to electric tomorrow but we still continued eating meat we would still surpass 1.5 and go above two degrees and we'd experience floods and we wouldn't be able to survive because the animal agriculture business is is um more harmful to the environment than every plane every car put together um like people think that i tell people that and they think no 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 there's so much but but a, just a, a quick example if you think there's about 1.5 billion motor vehicles in the world okay and there's about 1.6 billion cows that we've created uh cows are producing methane which is I think it's like it's a ridiculous amount more harmful than carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So if you think we've just we've already got more cows than cars, even if they both gave off carbon dioxide, which is the same level of harm, cows are still causing more damage. But they're not; they're giving off a much worse, you know, effect. And that's not including all the other pigs, all the sheep, and and blah 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 blah. So it, it's pretty simple when you when you just look at it like that. The, the amount of animals that we've got and the amount of harm they're causing. So the thing, the strategies in talking about 
you know, going solar and electric and things like that, this infrastructure is going to take decades to put in place in order to do that, and we still won't meet it. Everyone can stop eating meat today. It's a simple... It, it, I know I sound like, you know, a privileged privileged white guy just no, saying... that's true. We, oh, we can is... all go vegan. It is, it's going to be difficult, but at the same time, everyone can stop eating meat tomorrow, and you'll get people to say, what about all the cows? Okay, we're going to have a problem because we've got a lot of cows, but what's the alternative? Keep breeding cows? That's still... That's making the problem worse. You know... Brad asked me, would I rather, what, what would I rather happen to all the cows? Would I rather them all be killed? And I said, yeah, I would rather them not live the life that they're living. They, they, they shouldn't exist. You know, we've created them to be tortured and then killed. Like, I would rather them not exist. It's simple as that. You know, if we stop breeding cows right now, we would just go through the cows and then that would be it. You know, 50% of the whole... 50% of the whole world is being used for animal agriculture. All of that land would be freed up for trees that um, a, a natural, you know, carbon captures. You know, you've got Elon Musk creating these machines. Things like trees, uh, that's natural, you know, carbon capture. If we freed up 50% of the whole land, think about how much space we've got. The, the way we use land at the minute is, is directly killing the planet. So it, everyone can stop eating meat tomorrow and it's the quickest and simplest way to, that we can stop the world from going under. Yes. You're right. But you know that they will not stop. Like tomorrow. No. They probably will stop like in 10, 20, 30, 100 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and that will not be enough. No, yeah, like no. Late. Obviously, I would love for us all to stop tomorrow that would be great because it means that another animal isn't going to be killed for human consumption but it's not it's not economically viable because then you'll have a lot of the pop human population out of jobs and things like that my point is instead of well not instead of looking at you know different ways to that we can get around we need to be focusing on transitioning away from um a meat heavy diet by helping farmers transition to use the land better because the way that we use land at the minute isn't good because it's like I said, 50% of the land we use, you know, the reason the Amazon rainforest is coming down is because we're, we're, we're planting soy plants that we then use to feed um, cows, cows in, in Europe. You know, there's a book called There's No Planet B and it, it talks about how um, we currently make enough food to feed 10 billion people. The problem isn't overpopulation, it's how we distribute food. So the majority of plants that are grown in third world countries were the majority of, not the majority, high population of people, millions of people are going to bed hungry is because those plants are being shipped to Europe to feed animals that then we eat. So, you know, the excuse of, you know, veganism is, you know, like I said, high privileged class. It's not eating meat is high privileged class because we're taking plants from third world countries, feeding them to the animals in our countries that we then kill and eat. So, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing to do with that. We're, we're, we're setting a system that doesn't work and the more people see that, the, the better and more chance we have to not destroy in the world.
well. I agree. Does anyone have any final thoughts? No. Did you have a good time? It's a very good time. Very good time. <laughs> I definitely it? don't want to kill myself now. That's good. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good progress. Whoa, that's, you've never said that before. That was sarcasm. No, I'll oh. cut that out. I'll cut that <laughs> out. No, that was genuine. <laughs> no, the world is on its bomb, but the only thing we have is hope, and as the more people have it, the better. You can only do what you can do. You can only do what you can do at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Well... I will try to remember that the next time that I will be depressed. No, there's hope out there. I always say everyone, not everyone, because there are levels of privilege that we need to acknowledge, but the majority of people, especially in privileged first world countries, wake up every day with the same choice to harm an animal or not. And, you know... And if you just think of that, that it's a really easy decision. And the more people in first world countries who make the right decision and not harm an animal, the more chance people who aren't privileged in third world countries have in being evenly distributed mm. with food. And that's... I mean, like you said, we're just in a system that's not working. It doesn't work. Um, yeah, it, something, something's got to break. Mm-hmm. So we need to sort it out before we get to that point. I mean, hey, the world's going to keep spinning and it's going to do its thing and animals are going to be here way longer than humans are. Yeah, it's... It, this up. Like, if we just keep doing the whole, like, we're not fixing any global warming, we're not fixing mm-hmm. any of these crises. Okay, fine, humans die off, but the world with its natural animals and everything else is still going to be here long after us. There's, um, is anyone a fan of Enter Shikari? You like Enter Shikari, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a song, um, and I'll tell you the lyrics. It says, there's a house on a cliff by the side of the rocks. Um, no, how does it go? Do you know that song? Which song? Um, Title. Do you remember? There was a house in a field on the side of a cliff and the waves crashing below were said to be a myth. They ignored the warnings from the ships in the docks. Now the house on the cliff is the wreckage on the rocks. Wait, I know this song. Nothing could fix the building's flawed and foundations. The the scaffolding and stilts were the laws and legislations. This house was doomed, but they didn't care because they'd invested in a system that was beyond repair. So... Sick. (laughs) We need to knock down the house and rebuild it rather than trying to hold up a house that is destined to fall off a cliff. I agree. And on that note... (laughs) Let's go to bed. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh,